Here's what's coming up on today's show. If you see a home you're interested in, and it says under contract, one phone call to me and then a call to the listing agent, we can kind of feel out for you where it is in the process and if there's any chance it might be falling out. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. You know, social media plays this game sometimes, Colleen, where people start typing in a sentence and then you see what Google predicts you're going to ask. Now, I believe they create those predictions, like that predictive text, based on, one, most common answers, and then, two, I think your own search history can influence, uh, and probably location and a few other factors can influence then what is predicted as you most likely to search next. So keep in mind that maybe some of these questions that we're going to cover over this next couple of minutes might be slightly tainted by my own uh, search history (laughs) and those kinds of things. So if you go and type this into your Google search, it may be a little bit different. So uh, with all that said, we've basically played this social media game, but with a very specific focus on real estate about buying and selling homes. And so what we're going to do is see the results that I got, and then we're going to let Google kind of, you know, be our predictor. Um, But we're also going to let you be the answer provider for these most common questions that come up. So this should be fun. So the first thing I typed is when buying a home, And then I let Google predict the rest of the sentence. And so we'll walk through some of those predictions next. So the first thing it thought I was going to say was, who pays the realtor? So interesting that that's one of the more common (laughs) questions, perhaps. Uh, What are your thoughts and how would you answer a client who asked you that? Yeah. So for both buyers and sellers, it's really important to understand how the agent is paid. So the agent doesn't get paid till the closing and the sale proceeds are distributed. And So if we don't close the sale, we don't make the money. So who pays the realtor commission? That would be standard practices that the seller pays it. So they pay like 6%. So if the house is 200,000, then there'd be a $12,000 commission paid to the realtors. And then that is distributed between the buyer's agent and the seller's agent. So if you're a buyer, you don't pay anything because you get to hire a a realtor to represent you and then that realtor is paid at the end when you buy a home out of the seller's proceeds. Okay, easy enough and great question. So that's again, when buying a home, who pays the realtor? The next thing it predicted was when buying a home, who pays for the inspection? So a buyer pays for all inspections. And, And so when we sit down for a buyer consultation, we we discussed that you're going to have you're going to need some money in your bank account and be prepared to write a couple checks along the way. There's a, a home inspection which averages between four and five hundred, and then you've got the um, if you end up with buying a home that has a well and a septic, there'll be a well inspection and a septic inspection, and then there's some optional inspections that people like to do. One is a sewer scope about $200 and one is radon testing another $200. So I always say, you know, have about $1,000 ready for those inspections. Yeah, that's really important and uh, also helpful. Uh, And then it's interesting, the top three items, actually the top four, uh, were all who pays. (laughs) And so I'll throw out the next two together. We'll lump them together. When buying a home, who pays the closing costs and who pays for the appraisal? 
Okay, so if you are buying a home and you're financing, which most people are, you're going to get a loan from the bank and your lender will help decide where that loan's coming from. And that's an appraisal fee that the buyer pays. And typically it is in your closing costs at closing, but that is an appraisal fee is the buyer's responsibility. Closing costs, seller pays their own, buyer pays their own. Buyer's closing costs include the closing costs to of the finance. So typically, you know, you're looking at, well, you could be buying down your rate and be looking at ten to $15,000 in closing costs. But typically on average, if you're not buying down your rate, um, I'd say, you know, anywhere between 5,000 and eight, 9,000 is your closing cost. Now we can negotiate and ask seller to pay part of that, um, whether they will or won't and roll it into the loan, so to speak. Um, is kind of up to the seller. Okay, very good. All right, Does when buying, help? yeah, that's helpful. When buying a okay. home, <laughs> we don't have the who pays part now. Uh, when buying a home, what does pending mean? <laughs> pending, yay. That means that we have a sales contract on the property. We're under contract. As, as long means, as it was your contract, they accepted it's a yay. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> if it, pending if is you see not it go pending go and it wasn't your contract and you go, ah. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> this is true. This is true. We don't like to show houses that are pending because we don't want you to fall in love with the house. You can I mean, you could always put in a backup offer, but pending means that the house is under contract and they are moving towards, you know, going through inspections and the whole process of the transaction uh, between contract to close. Okay, very good. And uh, then when buying a home, Google also predicted this question, when is the down payment due? Yeah, these are great. So the down payment is due when we uh, close on the house. So if your down payment is $10,000, when we close on the house, you're going to have to bring that amount. You know, the title company will tell you exactly how much to bring because you're going to bring in your down payment and your closing costs and fees all at once when you go in to sign that home sale. All right. This last one, Colleen, was, uh, was made me chuckle. I have no idea what it means. Uh, it said, when buying a home, my wife always pretends to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that, one of these is not like the rest, and I'm not sure what this uh, one is all about. I would think it's the other way around. Husband would pretend to be dead because I feel like mainly what I see is the, you know, women. The wife's all are into the process. And- all about it. And usually, you know, they're the ones kind of making, sorry to say, but making a lot of the decisions. Yeah. I don't know where that one came from. I looked up the phrase my wife always pretends to be dead because it was so random it, it does look like it's some sort of song maybe that's out there like mm. not a well-known song i don't think well, but this just is your google so ha huh, but i've never heard of that song so i don't know why it would suggest it i don't know it was really bizarre but i just thought it was funny i'd throw it in here at the end of the list so it was i was like yeah these all make sense and this one makes no sense but is kind of entertaining so there you go All right, so let's flip the page over after uh, consuming that information, Colleen. I then said, when selling a home, dot, 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 here's what Google started to spit out as predictive text for the rest of the conversation. Uh, So when selling a home, the first one was, what does contingent mean? Ooh, well, that can mean a few things. Um, I love how Zillow has trained us. You know, you see um, under contract with contingencies. Do you see that when you Google on Zillow? Yeah, every once in a while um, I'll see that specific home. one. Yeah. 
And that's really confusing because that can mean several different things. Usually, typically, that's Zillow's way of saying it's pending. Okay, but a contingency in the real estate world legally means it's depending on certain circumstance. So in real estate, when a house is listed contingent, it could possibly be contingent on the seller finding replacement housing. Um, Or if you make an offer contingent, you're making an offer contingent on your home getting sold in order to buy that house. So usually it's a contingency on financing a contingency on inspections, but before the deal is complete, some additional criteria must be met. It can get confusing because I feel like that word is really loose and means it can mean a lot of different things, but in the contract, it means the the sale of the house is contingent upon some other sale of other home. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, contingent may be a little bit more of a I don't know, a broader term. It's not as simple as just yeah. a pending, right? Like it was what on the buy side. What do you think of when you hear contingent? Yeah, it means like uh, if, you know, or, or if. but, right? Mm-hmm. This right. but That's or f- this if, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, this, uh, this next one is similar to the buying a home, maybe just a different word for uh, its match on the other side. But when selling a home, the second common predictive text was, uh, what does under contract mean? Well, buyer and seller have agreed to a home sale in writing. Um, the deal's not final until the buyer and seller, you know, address the points they've agreed to in the contracts, such as inspections, appraisals, financing, contingencies. But a house that is under contract could possibly still be available if, you know, if that initial deal falls through. So um, if you see a home you're interested in and it says under contract, one phone call to me and then a call to the listing agent, we can we can kind of feel out for you where it is in the process and if there's any chance it might be falling out. Okay, very good. It's helpful. So on the buyer side, it's kind of the pending term and on the sellers, right. they view that more as under contract, but they're kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Uh, what does the inspector look for? That was the third predictive text of when selling Ooh. a home. Well, that's the inspectors inspecting every, you know, every detail of that house for you. And writing out a, the, the inspection reports are what, like 70 pages with pictures and everything. But obviously, they're looking for any defects, discrepancies that might compromise the um, integrity of the home. And, you know, and their job is to uncover things that you wouldn't see as a specialized, you know, person is an inspector goes and they're looking for safety features they're looking at foundation and exterior and the roof and the major systems and then they will suggest you know if they feel you might want to pursue this more with an electrician or a plumber or whatnot that one's helpful and easy to understand always hire Mm -hmm. hire a home inspector and we've got a list of really great ones on our preferred vendor list um, for the valley and and as well as for Portland and the coast, so if you need, um, you know, if you need an inspector, um, look no further. Call us; we've got a great list mm. for you. I feel like helpful too to uh, for the sellers to know what to expect in the selling process as well. So that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what does the seller pay? This one was kind of vague, but uh, mm. when selling a home, what does the seller pay? That was another one that Google predicted. Well, the seller will pay their closing costs, which are you know not as big as buyers because if there's a loan involved, um, usually typically about $2,000, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. It's title fee transfer and um, deed and, and whatnot. And 
notary fees. So that's what the seller's going to pay. Now, sometimes the seller will pay for a credit to the buyer for, you know, a new roof. Those things we can negotiate through the sale and then this it'll come out of the proceeds, the seller's net proceeds, including the, the um, realtor commission. Two more here, Colleen. When selling a home, what is capital gains tax? Is that a concern among a lot of people that you meet with? Sometimes people will ask me like, oh gosh, typically if you've owned the home less than two years and it's your primary home you and you sell it within two years and you've made considerable profit, um, you might ha- be looking at some capital gains taxes, but they're, um, you know, they're levied once the asset is sold. So typically when you're working with investors, you know, they will either 1031 exchange it to avoid that capital gains tax, but it's a tax applied to the profits of the sale. So let's say you bought a house for 200,000, you've had a tenant in it for 10 years. And now, you know, you call me, what's the value of it? And I say 600,000. You will either have to 1031 exchange that property to avoid the penalty. But some of our clients just opt to take the cash and pay the fee. And so it can run anywhere. There's federal and there's state from nine to 11. Don't quote me on that nine to 11% of your profit, but you could talk to your CPA. And and if, you know, if you're working with a CPA that's guiding you on, on how to make those decisions, they'll help you and, and show you what that looks like. Okay, excellent. Last one here, Colleen. When selling a home, what happens with the mortgage? What happens with the mortgage? Yeah. Well, I, it goes I actually away. wondered that the first time years ago when we bought a home. I was like, all right, so now what happens with the mortgage? Like, what do I do? You know, where does it go? What happens? Yeah. Yeah. So the title company handles all that. So the title agent holds the money from the new buyer, right? And then after you sign all the documents as a seller, the title agent uses the sale money pays your current mortgage holder, pays it off completely, and then um, hopefully there's a big chunk left over that they uh, they call you and they say, come get your money, and you can go to the title company or they can mail it or they can direct deposit it into your bank. But that's the fun part, right? Your mortgage is paid and you get a big check. Um, but yeah, minus the various fees and like we talked about earlier, the closing costs and, and fees and whatnot, um, the leftover money just comes to you. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.